Welcome to the Prend of Family podcast. I'm your host, Emily Crapo, and the purpose of this podcast is to talk about the components of empowerment in a conversational, inspirational, and real way. And today, we're going to try out something a little different. I've invited onto our podcast today, Prenda's amazing trust and safety team, formerly known as the Resolution Team. Now, the purpose of the Resolution Team is to help resolve incidents or conflicts that may occur between guides and parents. And here's what I love about them. I love that they are not team parent and that they're not team guide that they are team resolution, which tells me that this team works tirelessly day in and day out to promote, wait for it you guys, drum roll, connection, which is our first component of empowerment. These women are crucial conversation ninjas. And when I say crucial conversations, I'm saying they know how to steer difficult, high emotion conversations towards productive and peaceful resolutions. And they're an available resource to all our listeners on this podcast. I wanted to invite them on the podcast today, number one, to introduce them to you as the wonderful, incredible people that they are, but also number two, to see what we can learn that they've learned in their journey of figuring out how to have crucial conversations. So the names of the ladies on our trust and safety team are Jen, Miriam, and Dee. Thank you guys for coming on today. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Why don't you guys just give us a brief introduction of who you are? Uh, We'll go first with Jen. Thank you so much, um, Emily, for that great intro. Um, Yeah, my name is Jen, and I'm the resolution team manager. Um, I started out um, in Prenda as kind of a final interviewer when we were um, interviewing guides and such, and I'm also a mentor. And then the need for resolutions and a team to try to facilitate those kind of blossomed just through trial and error, kind of one of those things where you don't know that you need something until you need it. Uh, And so I uh, pulled over Dee, who was the guide liaison, and Miriam, who is the parent liaison, And the three of us are a trifecta of um, crucial conversation stuff all day long. I personally am a veteran teacher. I was in the classroom for almost 30 years teaching private, public, online, charter, and um, adjunct community college. Had my master's in educational leadership and my principalship certification. And I'm a single mom to an almost 14-year-old little girl. Well, I guess not a little girl. She'd kill me if I said that. Uh, and so that's that's me in a nutshell. Dee, what um, what do you have to share about yourself? Uh, hey, everybody. Um, so I'm Dee, and I joined Prenda in like the end of June 2020, right during the height of coronavirus. Which you know, that's that's just that's a conversation by itself for another time. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm a mom of three. I um, classroom teacher for a really long time. Um, I joined the resolution team because, um, as Jen mentioned, I um, crucial conversations are like my life. That's I totally love love doing that, being a part of it, facilitating them, um, and just really communication is is the how does the world function without it? So I'm uh, I love being on this team for for that reason especially. Thank you, Dee and Miriam. Could you introduce yourself? Sure. I am. Um, I 
was recruited into Prenda by Kelly a couple of years ago, two and a half years ago. Um, I am a mom of seven amazing kiddos, and I've got a great husband, and we do all kinds of crazy things together. And and you um, should know real quick, you should know that Miriam's hashtag is Miriam is the most interesting woman in the world. <laughs> yeah, Jen made that one up for me. Um, <laughs> done a lot of crazy things together. Um, we do a lot of homesteading. Um, I've been a midwife for 25 years. And so um, lots of education. Um, I've worked in the private educational sector, teaching a range of subjects. Um, we've taught horseback riding and dog training and survivalism and CPR, just anything that that we've gotten involved with. We love to turn around and teach it to the kiddos. And so we'd have like a community class. Um, love being on the resolution team. When Jen invited me on, I was super happy. It was what I wanted all along, a place where I could share my love of, I don't know, I think the empathy thing it really is what I'm all about with these crucial crucial conversations that um, I feel like just different experiences that I've had um, being a midwife and working with people that have been, um, you know, have dealt with things in their life that are hard um, I felt like that I've, I've like gained a perspective on that portion. And so it was like, yeah, I, I want to be a part of this, be a part of those conversations where people can just unload and have a listening ear. So I hope you guys feel as this wonderful safety and trust team introduce themselves, their, their unique personalities, their unique perspectives, and their love for empathy and their love for crucial conversations. Um, one of the things we talked about before we started this episode, and this came from Jen, so I'm going to have Jen expound on this for us in this conversation. One of the things that Jen wanted to get across today was the fact that they are loving and empathic people. And typically when there's a conflict or an incident that happens and the resolution team reaches out to start a conversation with them, people have this initial feeling of fear. And oh yeah. Oh no, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to the principal's office. Yes, I'm going to the principal's office. And one of the things that you said to me that struck me that I would love you to expound on is what your team is about okay. and what, what people should feel when the safety and trust team reaches out to them. You bet. Awesome. Thank you so much. That's a great question. So, so um, let me just back up on that for one second. I, um, I love the team that I work with so much because the way that I like to describe us is that we are this trifecta, this, this conglomeration, if you will, of differing intellect and differing emotional intelligences. And so we, we bring to the table, I don't know if you can tell through the podcast, but I'm, I'm, I'm a bit assertive and I'm kind of a direct person. And, and um, you know, that, that personality type has its place on the, on the resolution team. And then D is really good at being able to evoke um, a, a sense of understanding for someone else's position. And she can do a really good job of helping someone kind of, kind of come down from maybe a, a pinnacle of being in a, in a fearful mindset or an angry mindset or something like that. And Miriam provides this comforting, compassionate, um, kind of like a babbling brook that works its way through the whole conversation <laughs> and helps, helps keep everything even keeled, which is really, really great. So what, what we, in saying all of that, 
Um, through no fault of our own, and the, the resolution team, the soon to be known as the trust and safety team, has been around for almost six months now. We aren't the principal's office. We are not somewhere that anyone would go because they got in trouble. That is not at all who we are. That is not at all what we want to convey. Um, but it's just kind of that, I think it just kind of has evolved that way, just throughout of the situations where if a parent um, has a concern and somebody says, oh, we'll reach out to the resolution team, or if a guide has a question, you know, oh, go reach out to the resolution team. Well, who is that? What do they do? Why am I, why are they calling me? What, what's going, why do they want to have a meeting with me? Um, and so we, we aren't any of that. We, we don't even have the authority to do anything like that. That's not even part of the Prenda model. That's not what we do. There are no principal's offices or detention or things like that. What we do, what we strive to do is to, we strive to create a, a, a place when we're meeting with parents or with guides, and sometimes we've met with students, we strive to create a, a safe space where these, where, where the person, the parent, the guide, whomever can freely and comfortably uh, let their guard down, be a little bit vulnerable, and tell us what their worry is. Tell us what their concern is. Tell us what their their frustration is. And many times in simply allowing that, they come to a resolution on their own because we listen and we empathize and we validate. And, and then we ask, what can we do? What else can we do to help you? How can we help you? And one of the greatest compliments that we get is, you know, gosh, I, I feel so much better. I don't think there's anything else you can do, you know? So it's like, great. I hope I never see you again. <laughs> that's, that's, that's kind of what we want, you know? So we, we're here to help. We're here to listen. We're here to provide guidance and support, empathy, compassion, unconditional love to, to give our parents and our guides and our students the greatest Prenda experience that can be given so that, so that kids are empowered Guides are empowered, parents are empowered, and collectively, we just make the world a better place. I love that. What an incredible resource you guys are to, to all of us in Prenda. So my first question is, how do you establish safety? Because the first step when I heard you, Jen, was we establish a place of safety where people feel like they can let their guard down and where they feel like they can, can share openly and freely. And as a parent and as a guide and knowing other guides that I interact with, that's my first question is yeah. how, how do you, how do you establish safety? What are the tricks there? Well, I actually, if it's okay with you, I'm going to defer that question to Dee and probably Miriam after that, because um, they have an amazing em empathic ability. We all three do, interestingly enough, we are natural empaths, um, but Dee is really good at being able to feel somebody else, even through Zoom. Um, so I'm going to let her answer that question. Dee, how do you, how do you think that we really try to create and, and evoke and, and establish that sense of safety for our, for our interviewees? Thank you for deferring to me. That's, uh, that's such a compliment. I appreciate that. For, for me, when we get on a Zoom, like Jen said, sometimes um, whoever we're speaking with may feel um, a bit defensive to begin with when they, when they first hop on the call with us because they're not, they don't know what to expect. And um, sometimes, I mean, the best way I can describe is that um, we tell them what we're doing, we tell them why we're here, and then and, and right off the bat, let them know that this is a safe space for you to speak freely, um, no judgments from us, and um, 
you know, we're, no one was going to know about this conversation. And I think that right off the bat, that does kind of um, allow people to, to kind of take a deep breath and uh, feel comfortable sharing what they need, what they need to share. Um, we do do our very best to, to collect facts. Um, sometimes, sometimes a parent might, or a guide or whoever we're speaking with might feel like they need to go a little bit beyond that and kind of vent a little bit. And, and to, to an extent, we, we do allow that to happen because sometimes to kind of work through those emotions, um, some people need to speak out loud when they do that. And I think all of us can <laughs> come to attest to um, the out loud thinking process. And, and that's, the, that's the best route that we try to take. Um, sometimes it does start to go a little bit far. And I think this is where I have repeatedly seen Miriam like the babbling brook, as Jen mentioned, just is, has this calmness about her that um, really is, she's really able to bring people to a, a, a peaceful place and, and try to see empathy for the other person who, who they're speaking about. Doesn't always happen, but, but that is, that's our goal and, and, and how to keep our conversations safe and, and, and a trusting environment for, for all to speak in. Miriam, do you have anything to add to that? Oh, thank you, Emily. And I just, I feel like Dee just put it so well to put, to put ourselves in their shoes and just to kind of get a sense of what they're going through is, is what we try to do. We try and open up a space, let them know, Hey, we're not the principal's office. We're not that scary reach out that you're thinking that we are. We actually are reaching out because we want to help. We want you to feel supported. We want you to feel loved. We want you to feel like that you have somebody that you can talk to that. I don't know if it's my worst a nightmare feeling. But when, if somebody calls in and says, I have been trying to get a hold of somebody for weeks, or I've been emailing and I haven't been able to get a hold of anyone. I mean, that's like that, that thought process or that phrase that, that I would like to never hear again, <laughs> <laughs> because I want, I want people, you know, guides and parents um, to feel like, Hey, there's someone that if I'm not interfacing well here, we have kind of an intercessor here that we know we can reach out to. So yeah, like Dee said, we try and make a space where they can feel like right off the bat, hey, this is this is a safe spot. We're not big and bad and scary. We're people. Um, in fact, you know, I've dealt with issues myself and I've had hard times in my life um, and Dee has and Jen has. And so between all of us, um, hopefully we have a collective base of, Hey, we've dealt with some hard stuff here too, and we haven't always done so well. And I might've gotten mad and just kind of got upset about a situation before. And so we're all human. We're all real. And um, we're certainly not up on this pedestal where, you know, gosh, you having, you're having an issue here. And I certainly never would and never have. <laughs> so um, we're so much better. And but we're going to help you out with this. I mean, I feel like we can have a little bit of perspective and empathy because we have been there before. Yeah. Um, we have dealt with hard things. So so yeah, we're like the, we're like the eye of Sauron from the you know the Lord <laughs> of the Ring movie. Like we've seen it all. We know we can see it all. <laughs> You know, it was it was so peaceful, Jen, until you talked about the eye of Sauron. <laughs> then the babbling brook see, stopped babbling. See how that works? See how we all bring something amazing uh, to the table? Jen just kind of snaps us out of our complacency. We I do. I do. We need people Let's to do that. That's right. 
And um, Miriam, as you were talking, just the phrase that kept coming through my mind was our common humanity. We're all in this together. We're all trying to figure mm-hmm. out the craziness of life. And as I'm hearing Jen and Dee and Miriam, as I'm hearing you all talk about the purpose of your team, the core values that come to my mind are start with heart and foundation of trust. Thank you. 100%. We are here because we care about you. And and that's what you guys do. You you reach out to to students and, and parents and guides because we care about people. And I love how you so beautifully established foundation of trust and that safety in those conversations. If there was one takeaway you could share from your experience working on the resolution team, now the safety and trust team, what would that be? I have a thought on that, if you guys don't mind if I Mm -hmm. jump in first here. Um, As Miriam was speaking um, just a minute ago, the the one thing that popped into my head was I feel like sometimes as a classroom teacher or even just in life, um, we forget something really important that I learned as a child, which is treat others the way we want to be treated. And I think that unknowingly, our team has really tried to do that when we have conversations with with people who are clearly upset or or have been through something um, not very desirable um, in their experience, and um, and I, I think that's all. That's how I come at every communication that we that I have um, in in the trust and safety team is just how would I want somebody to treat me right now when I'm feeling upset or whatever. And um, that I think that's that's my biggest takeaway so far is that it that doesn't just apply to to the trust and safety team. It, it applies to when I have a conversation with anybody in Prenda at home, out there, <laughs> out in the world. Um, so that that's I think that's mine. That is I, I'm gonna have to definitely agree with Dee. Um, you know, the do unto others as you would have them do unto you is like really prevalent. Um, I think to kind of outline that, you know, what the steer process is. It's when you have a situation um, that triggers thoughts in your head. Um, And so when you have that thought, that's what creates our emotions. And the emotion is what fuels our actions. And then when we act upon that, of course, that produces a result. So it's S-T-E-A-R, spells out steer. For me, it always starts with the thought. And so we have all these situations coming at us um, and I say coming at us in a loose term, because obviously we put ourselves in this situation where we're saying here, you know, unload your thoughts on in this safe place with D and Jed and I. Yeah. So I think our goal as a resolution team is um, when these situations come in is to steer those thoughts on a moment by moment basis so that we have that good produced, which fuels a much better action and results um, overall when we're done. So that's, that's basically my takeaway on it. Uh, the takeaway for me, I think would be, um, I am by nature, by character, I'm a fixer and a protector. So when I, when we have these, these interviews with parents or guides, uh, on the forefront of my mind is always what's in the best interest of the student. making sure that they feel safe so they can become empowered learners, you know, Um, and the best way to be able to ensure that safety, apart from the amazing onboarding team that we have here at Prenda, is also to make sure that when we talk with these guides and these parents that we uh, gently educate them, you know, sometimes we get so preoccupied as parents and guides on what we think we should know or what we think we do know 
But to have a third party that is completely unbiased and really doesn't know the entire scenario can come in and offer some suggestions and they can take them or leave them is, is something that I find to be very fulfilling. And because I know that we're doing everything that we can on the trust and safety team to ensure that those kids get to go to school every day, get to come to micro school and have fun. And without even knowing about it, they're learning, which is amazing. And lastly, uh, just on a personal note, it's just being able to, to check things off of our list. You know, the great, one of the great things about the trust and safety team is we close things. We bring things to a close. We provide closure. And that is so fulfilling. You know, a lot of times we hear from other team members like, oh my gosh, you know, you guys are, you get the icky and the yucky and you have to deal with this and that. And, but I'd never want to be on your team. You're so amazing, but I never want to be on your team. You know, and it's like, well, maybe we don't want you, but we do, we do. We want everybody's help. We, we need the help. We can't do it by ourselves. But, you know, to hear that is really uh, supportive and empowering, but also we get to check things off our list and move on to the next, which is so fulfilling at the end of the very long day. It would be great if I could jump in super, super quick, just to piggyback off of Jen, your, um, you know, to make sure kids are safe. That that's like the ultimate goal of the whole team is so that we have a sounding board for parents and guides and everybody to come to us. But that that's like the ultimate beacon there is so that anything that's coming in that we might say is, oh, well, that, that looks like a safety issue or that's a concern through all of the sounding board situations and um, conversations that come in that that's definitely the number one priority is, is, are these kiddos who need a safe place to learn and grow and, and, and develop. And so that's definitely in my mind as well. I just wanted to piggyback and say rah, rah, Jen. So I have two more questions for you guys before we wrap up this episode today. The first one is, Jen, as you were talking about how satisfying it is for you to resolve things and, and to close things, are the typical end results of the conversations you have with parents and students positive? Yes, for the most part, they really, really are. Um, we get feedback from parents or guides, like, oh, I, I didn't think of that, or gosh, that's a really great point. I'm going to apply that. Or, you know, or we, we recommend books to read, or we talk about the steer model or, you know, the self-driven child is a phenomenal book to help with that. And, and providing resources. Um, it's, it's enlightening to, to the people that we're interviewing. And yeah, I would say probably 90 to 95%, uh, end on a really good note and a grateful note. Um, the remaining, you know, five to 10%, they, um, they don't necessarily have that growth mindset. So they're not open to what we're trying to improve upon or what we're trying to show them how to become empowered. And there's nothing we can do about that. You have to come to, you know, that growth mindset on your own. So the majority, absolutely. I love that. Last question. I've just introduced your incredible team to the Prenda audience at large, and I'm sure they're all going to be clamoring to talk with you. (laughs) So my last question is, um, as I know you would love to talk to everybody out there and, and you have these huge hearts, what, what is the process? Could you explain to the audience at large, the current process of when a parent would talk to your team? You bet. So typically when there is a parent concern, um, they have the parent hotline number, 
which is um, 184444, uh, excuse me, 1844477 or they can email parents at prenda.co. And typically Miriam is the one that will get those, those calls or those emails. And then what she does is she guide, she directs um, that parent to fill out what we call a concerned parent report uh, or a CPR report. And then, um, because that way we have documentation of whatever their concern is instead of having Miriam be on the phone with them and it doesn't get recorded. So once that gets sent in, to the resolution team, then we review it together, the three of us, uh, and we decide, we triage it a little bit, and we decide if in fact it is something that we can step in and support. And then we send them a link through Calendly where they can set up a, um, a date and time to meet with us through Zoom link. And then it's just the interview process at that point uh, where we, we spend time with them. Typically it's about anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour. Um, and go through the process of listening and, and helping them find a resolution. The situate the, the, um, the process with a guide is similar where we have what's called a student incident report or a SIR, S-I-R. And um, if a situation happens within the micro school and the guide fills out the situation, the student incident report, that generates over to the resolution team as well. And we triage that and find out if in fact we do need to step in then we provide that same Calendly link and that guide sets up a, a Zoom link, a time and date, sorry, to, to meet with us. And then the same interviewing process goes from there. The, and if ever there's a, a question or a concern, parents or guides can email us directly at resolution underscore team at prenda.co. If you have a concern that the physical or emotional safety of your child is in jeopardy or in question, that is absolutely 100% without question something we will jump in on. If it's a complaint, like Miriam was saying, like, well, I really don't like the color of so-and-so, you know, that's something that we would strongly help you to have that crucial conversation with whomever you have that concern about. So I know we're wrapping up, but I do have one more question. And this one I'm going to direct to Dee. Dee, could you tell us about why it's so important to have a crucial conversation? Okay, yes, um, it is near and dear to my heart. So I, I would like to first include that the definition of crucial is something that is important or essential to success, something that is vital to the resolution of a crisis. And so that being said, what could be more crucial than a conversation with someone who, um, who you love or who you interact with um, daily or all the time? So um, just that being said, I I, I look back to to when I was an educator and of younger children and um, what what we used to teach our kids and I'm definitely guilty of this that that we um, we don't teach our kids conflict resolution early on we we teach them that if they're if they're being bullied by someone or if someone's bothering them to come and tell the teacher and we'll take care of it for them or or to ignore the problem or just get up and leave or you know just just ignore them and and we know that that doesn't historically has not worked very well um to get a bully to leave you alone um so you know we're we're really on the trust and safety team really trying to um assist and help out everyone that we interact with how to have that crucial conversation with with someone that that they interact with every day whether that be their guide or or the parent, um, it's it's really important 
to, to do that and, and to feel comfortable doing that. So um, I think questions we, we should ask ourselves when, when we want to, we feel like we need to have a crucial conversation, but we're not sure. Should we just let it, let it be, um, not make a big deal about it? and not rock the boat or or should we should we engage in a conversation so questions i like to ask myself if i'm having a hard time discerning whether or not i should do that um, i ask myself what are the facts um, who is the right person for me to speak to about this um, am i am i going to be able to let this incident go without feeling resentment or holding a grudge against someone i think that's a really important question to ask yourself um, another really important was, are what are the emotions I'm feeling surrounding this the situation or the incident? Because um, that can certainly help you decide whether which way to go. The most important one, though, I think, is if I don't take action, if I don't have a crucial conversation with someone, is someone going to be at risk for harm? Um, that's a really great determining factor of whether or not you should have that conversation with with someone. And then, lastly, what do I hope to achieve? Or what is the outcome I would like? after having this conversation. So those questions we should ask ourselves, determine especially what we would like the outcome to be. Um, and all of those I think will help steer us in the right direction of whether or not we should have that, that crucial conversation with that person. A big thank you to the trust and safety team for coming on the podcast today. Thank you for providing a safe space for our parents and our guides to come to have a safe space to speak. Thank you for promoting peace and love and healthy conflict resolution. We really appreciate all that you guys do. Thank you thank so you much for the opportunity, Emily. And that wraps up our episode for this week. Just as a reminder to all of our listeners, the opinions and comments shared in this podcast are not the official opinions and comments of Prenda. The purpose of this podcast is to continue an ongoing conversation about education and empowerment. And if you have any questions and would like to reach out to the resolution team, remember their email address is resolution underscore team at prenda.co. And if you're a parent and have any concerns, please call the parent hotline at 844-477-3632. We are here to serve you. We look forward to hearing from you. See you next time.